Welcome to JB Trio Podcast, Season 4, Episode 5. I'm Lee McDonald Jr. Christopher in second place, high average with Mancy. <laughs> I thought that was Chris Old Spice with Mancy. <laughs> and it's Mark the Ancient Warrior Merchant. <laughs> so, Chris, that was an awfully long pause for your introduction. Yeah, I was uh, making sure I was accurate. <laughs> All right, so we got a good episode planned here for you tonight. We got something new we're going to introduce you to you, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's actually going to be about six weeks' worth new content that's going to come out. In the spirit of March Madness, last week we had some interesting things happen. First off, we've got team number five, which is good old Chris and the Titanic against team nine. It was your basic week for us. We went out there and we bowled great. We tried to bowl great at least. Brian was on cocaine, actually, and he was phenomenal. He actually bowled way beyond average and he killed it. It just, we didn't meet up to par and we didn't win that many points. So we took a beating. Yeah, Brian made bowler of the week. He bowled 99 pins over his average. Yes. Just for some reason, I don't know why, it just didn't translate to wins. Y'all only 10 out of 48, so I don't know if that is considered a good week. But, yeah, so. <laughs> and, I mean, Brian was, what was Brian, 660-something series? Yeah, exactly. What and, happened to his teammates? And, Chris, what was it, a 520 for you? It was actually a 550, but yeah, close enough, right? <laughs> Part of the hey, reason why he introduced himself as second highest average because yeah. his average slipped a little bit, and now Ron has officially overtaken him, no longer even tied. He's past Chris and high average. Hey, I did want to tell you, Lee, Chris made a last-second change last week before the match. Yes, he did. He, did. he his... almost made me do it, but I didn't. Changing his picks to a loss. Yeah. And, and pick the Titanic to win. He picked Keep Boyer's Boys and on the podcast. And then as we start practicing, he said, you know what? I'm going to switch it to our team. <laughs> so he had faith in himself. And, well, he unfortunately was the only one that took the loss for the week, which we'll talk about later in Beat Marks. Yeah. Yeah. So it was not a unanimous week as we all thought. So, Boyer's Boys got the victory there, 38 out of 48. Next, we've got Team 4 against Team 1. Uh, that's my team. And I should have picked my team. My initial gut was to pick my team, but I didn't. We won that night. We won 33 out of 48. And it was mostly thanks to George because George had he bowled two sets that night. He bowled the early shift and the second shift. And... He bowled a 700 that first shift, but he must have used it all up because he only had like a 550 in the second shift. And Wow. And thankfully, we got to take advantage of that because Caden and Logan bowled pretty good. Fortunately, Leland and Peyton bowled good. I didn't bowl so good myself, but we won 33 points, so I'm happy. We should have had George. <laughs> yeah. Somebody should have. We should have had George. Yeah, I agree. Well, <laughs> I agree. So then the next pair we've got Team 6. It's Ricky and the two mix against Team 2. Good frame gentleman. And good frame gentleman had pretty much per about a perfect night as you can get. They had 44 out of 48. 
So they really bounced back. Greg is making a prediction, and he's calling it now. He said this is going to be the best and the biggest comeback in JB Trio history. They were last place for the first couple weeks. They're climbing, and this is another big win week for them. And he's predicting that they're going to try to make at least first or second in the top two by the end of this half. So that's a pretty yeah. bold prediction by Greg. But wait, why would they care? They're in first place. Because they won the first half? Yeah. Well, it's uh, they want to be grand champions. There you go. We haven't had that in a while since no. the team's dad. But I uh, surprised did it. Surprise did it. Bold prediction by Greg, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I think, you know, as good as that team is, I think this week they're going to be finished. <laughs> Who are they facing? I'm not. When I looked it up, uh, let's see here. We'll definitely get to that, but I kind of like the other team they're facing this week. <laughs> um, uh, is that that Brady Bunch team that we hear so much about? Yeah. There's another yeah. bold prediction I'll get to here in a minute with Brady Bunch. But speaking of Brady Bunch, Brady Bunch on the next pair bowled against Team 10, two marks and a spare. Brady Bunch had an almost perfect night themselves. They had 46 out of 48 won, so they really killed it that night. Unfortunately, the Team 10 were clinging to the top half, but I think they may have slipped a little bit after having a very bad night. And so I think they're in the bottom half of the league now. They should be able to climb out of that, though. I think they'll be good for it. Maybe. I'll tell you, Brady Bunch that was bowling next to us, holy God. I mean, I'm telling you, they those guys were killing it on that yep. pair. Killing they, they it. Had, they had Ryan Curtis up for Jared. Uh, Jared, who shot 300 uh, about a month or two ago, he was out for that week. And Ryan subbed in his place, shot 720, I think it was. Neil and Gil or Gilbert had awesome night. I think they shot nearly 2,200. So another 2,200 nearly shot for the league, which is, that would have been, if they just shot it, that would have been probably four, I think, this season. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you, thanks to Ryan, we got several strikes on our lane just from the vibration of his strikes. <laughs> I mean, the intimidation that he. That guy blasted the pins. I mean, blasted them. And yeah. our deck was wobbling. <laughs> we were right next door. Yeah, it was his birthday just recently. So shout out to Ryan. 42nd birthday. He's an old man now. 42. 42. Yes, sir. Wow. He should be so proud. <laughs> now, now you just had a birthday recently, too, Lee, didn't you? How old yeah, mine you? was about a... Uh, yes, you did. Mine was a month ago. Mine was yeah. the 11th. So what you what age did you hit? I hit forty four. Forty four, and he had the best surprise birthday of his life. Oh yeah, at Christmas house, the meat locker at the, at the meat exactly the meat locker. <laughs> well, he said his favorite movie was the Rocky. So I only tried to image that. Oh my god! So yeah, yeah, it was the meat locker. It was just like when he was punching the meat. It was just uh-huh. as cold that week. Yes. Apparently, we, we left several things behind as my family rushed out the garage to come to the wreck site. Oh, well. <laughs> by the way, Chris, yeah. I'm so sorry. We will come by. If, if it's like in the way, we'll come by and pick it up ASAP. But no, no, what you, what, no, what happened? They're already gone. What happened? Did you leave your bong there or something? Uh, <laughs> no. no. We don't do any of that stuff. It was our heater. 
are the top of the table for the poker, the poker. Yeah, one of those poker tops is ours. Tops. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a couple other things. That's we left saying. our pizza there. Where's my pizza at? Oh, oh my in my God. belly? Oh. <laughs> Ricky's going and place meat. This no, Ricky <laughs> never know where I live. Ricky yeah, Mark never know where I live. <laughs> Mark started texting. I did. He actually told me yesterday. It's like, hey, I heard there's a poker night in your house. I'm like, what? I never have poker night in my house. I don't even know how to play poker. Ricky yeah. said that oh, to yeah. me. I he said, said Mark told me. He, he said, said Mark, Mark told me poker, poker night. Yeah, and then I said, I'm sorry, it's Texas Hold'em. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I told him we don't have that at my house. Uh, Ricky's a good kid. We love him. No, we uh, he's a great kid. I mean, he's a great kid, but just like, I don't know, he just cusses too much and he just has foul language a lot. I, mean, I can understand foul language a lot, but he does it every single word he says. <laughs> and, and he's dirty. He, I don't want him to be too dirty around certain people. So, all right. So this last pair was Mark's team against Team Three, which is Dwayne and them. So that was a good match. I'm going to tell you, in warmups, Dwayne was killing it. I almost changed my pick right then and there, and oh, wow. and said I'm taking their team, but I didn't. This was definitely potential. Kiss your sister night as good as. Dwayne Bold, Larry Babineau struggled mightily. I couldn't uh, believe it when I saw it. I like, yeah. I mean, I've all season long, this was the biggest hooking pair of lanes we've ever been on so far this season. I mean, we struggled to keep the ball on the right hand side, and Dwayne killed it with his plastic ball down the stretch. Oh, I mean, he got to the plastic. Went to the plastic. And, Thank you. Um, he was the only guy hitting on the right side of the pocket. Jeez. But, I mean, I don't know what Larry Babineau's series was. I mean, his average was, what, 217? And he might have shot, what, 520 maybe? And Wow. Yeah. And, I mean, and, you know it's bad if you had to go plastic. And we did not lose by that much. I mean, I think we you know, might have lost total by, like, 13 pins or something. I mean, it, it was – even if he had bowled maybe 20, 30 pins better, we probably would have. It would have been a dead even 24, 24. But you have those nights. I don't think he's ever experienced dry lanes like they were on 31 and 32. Yeah, they were really dry. The The whole league had bowled under average compared to previous weeks. Brian, Christmas teammates seem to be the only one that was pretty consistent, and he was throwing about as straight as he could. But, yeah, it was a tough night, tough night overall. A lot of the top teams had a hard time bowling on that shot. And the only team that seemed to really do good is a team that had any sort of a left-hander, which was Brady Bunch. They had they brought in Ryan, so he bowled really good that night. So they moved up. So to go over the standings, let me pull this back up here. All right, look at that. So Joey Rob sitting on top still. Can't Loser. Loser. <laughs> so 186 points for our team. Second place is Brady Bunch and closing the gap real fast. They're at 177. Boyers Boys in third at 168. Pocket Pounders is slipping. They went down to 157. I'd hit that better. Mark's team, they're at 147. Sixth place, Good Frame Gentleman, 141. I'd hit that harder, 129, Titanic. What happened to that? 118, two marks in a spare, 114, and Ricky and the two makes it 103 for 10th place. 
So there you have it, what it looks like. And next week is the normal week of bowling. And then after that is position round. This will be our third position round before the end of the season on week 37. So we're hitting week 27. So this next week is week 26, and it'll be week 27, right during spring break, too, of all things. Yeah. Hey, Chris, I want to ask you, have you admitted yet that that high average ship has sailed? No, no, no. Very close game. Very close game. Uh, One point differential. It's going to be changed by next week, I swear. I can't honestly put money on it again. Really? Again? You're going to double down? Yeah, because like if Ryan Curtis is truly subbing, I always bowl my best. Ryan's not going to sub this week if he does. I thought you said he is. No, next week because I'm out of town. This week we're bowling you guys. We're all oh, you're you're a magic week. Oh, it happens once every ten weeks. Oh, okay. So I'm not betting this week. So no money (laughs) will be bet will be spent this week. Oh, you'd be heads up with Ron. Yeah, heads up. Heads up the with two Ron. highest averages. Yeah. yeah. It would be it would be a great game to watch for free. So <laughs> <laughs> well if we could put it on pay-per-view or bowl TV or whatever, we'd definitely do it, or maybe even Twitch and live stream the thing, because you know all the magic that happens every time it's Mark versus Chris week. Oh my god. Who could forget last year? I think it was season one still, I think, maybe. It was Mark versus so Chris Week. It's so we, long ago. Yeah. Do we, we even have live? a backstreet? It's so long ago. Are we even telling the truth right now? <laughs> Who could forget? Yeah. I, I forgot. We went live. And I forgot. I, what's, what were we talking about again? It come down to the 10th frame. And, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, <laughs> the magic that happened. Huh. Magic Somebody that had happened. to bowl a strike to win the game, but ended up bowling with the 9 pin. <laughs> yeah. Nine pin. A stone 9, nine pin. pin. And all no. you have to do is pick it up. No, I think it was a 10 pin. <laughs> no. no, it was a nine. It was yeah. a nine. Check the tape. And then to win the first half, it was a Greek church. So you're two and oh. Two. Exactly. Yeah. So how could we not go live this upcoming week? That'll be something we haven't done in I can't remember when. <laughs> so look for us tomorrow. We're gonna try to release this podcast tomorrow afternoon, which will be right before we bowl. And hopefully my editor will get it done by then. Uh, he's pretty good about doing it overnight. Yeah, he has. Yeah, 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 he is. You're getting it done by, in another country, right? <laughs> yeah, he's from Pakistan. He's oh really good God. at editing. But, I mean. His name's Charlie. No, it's not Charlie. <laughs> Charlie Sheen? I think it's his username, but it, he spells it A-N-A-S. I want to pronounce it as honest. A-S. You're a great dude. Thank you. She generally thinks you've been doing this for a week or two, and you've been doing it for like a season well, now. Oh, he said it. He says spousal <laughs> support. Okay, ask Mark and Chris how often their wives share it. Oh, that's good. And then keep giving me a hard time. Wait, wait. Mark has a wife? <laughs> <laughs> wait, you're married? Chris, behave yourself. Yeah, that's rent a wife. <laughs> <laughs> Remember all these trips he's going on? Where do you think he's going? Rent a wife. Is yeah, that like, is, that, is, is, is rent a wife from like Arabian kind of um, place? The Arabian wife? <laughs> That's the, the mail order bride. That's mail order yeah. bride. Oh. Ireland. Yeah, it's, the, it's Russian bride, but you got to pay double now. 
<laughs> it is time in the spirit NCAA basketball <coughs> March Madness. We are now here to present. Welcome to a new segment, Woodmancy's Madness, sponsored by Fake Old Spice. So here is a bowling concept of March Madness featuring said basketball players is bowlers. So we take the highest average versus the lowest average and we compare them to in a bracket format and we go down to the final bowler to win it all. So yeah, so what we've decided, just like March Madness, they do the top 64 teams. We got 30 bowlers. The first round is going to consist third highest average all the way to the lowest average bowling. In the top 28, two bowlers have a special buy, however. It'll be our two top average bowlers, which consists Ron Reynolds and Chris Woodmansey. Yes, you heard it. He is in the top two. He gets an automatic buy to the second round. Yes. I'm great like that. Our first round of brackets will feature the number three highest average, Elena, with the 207 versus the 31st highest average, Marty, with a 132. Bracket number two will feature number fourth highest average, Peyton Estes, with a 205. And then Jerry Brugero with a 140. Bracket three, Dwayne, with a 202. Versus Michael Henderson, with a 140. Bracket number four will feature Jared, with a 200. Michael Enzyme, with a 153. Bracket five, Neil Brady, with versus Mark Gates. With a 154 average. Bracket number six will feature Gilbert, 199, versus Mark Miller with a 158. Bracket seven, Kiefer with a 199 versus Trent with a 159. Bracket number eight will feature Mark Merchant, the ancient warrior. Yeah, <laughs> versus the gutter fluffer. Yeah, versus uh, Leland McDonald with 160 average. Bracket number nine will feature Lee McDonald Jr. With 197 versus Gary, 167. Bracket number 10 will feature Brian Brimmerman versus Patrick Manning. Bracket 11 will feature Caden and then Richard Flores. And then bracket 12 will feature Greg versus Ricky Brugero. Bracket 13, Logan Lewis versus Christian. Bracket 14, which is our final bracket, David Pry versus Kyle Howell. So there you have it. That's our first round of brackets. And... We'll have the next five weeks. So we'll have the Sweet 16 next week, Elite 8 in that third week, Final Four for week four, top two champion or top two or the last two, I should say, will be week five. And then, of course, week six, we'll probably have on as guest winner of the Ultimate Woodmansey Award for Woodmansey Madness. So there you have it. It's March in the spirit of March. We're going to do a big JB Trio bracket. And it's high series with your handicap. To That's ad- right. To That's advance right. in your bracket. All three games. You need to follow it on, follow the results as they happen on our, right. our website, JB Trios. Exactly. Yes, sir. Of course, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. So we'll be posting it weekly. Not much rules. Basically, you just bowl. Whoever wins advances. Of course, there's going to be occasion, especially with spring break around the corner, where people will be out. Mark has said earlier he's going to be out of town next week. He will be bringing in the sub. Subs will be in place 
they'll be bowling in place of the regular bowlers. So when Mark brings in his sub, he will be representing him that week. Subs will be used and allowed. Blind scores will also be used if nobody can find a sub. So if you happen to be maybe a lucky bowler, happens to be bowling somebody who's not here, fortunately, there's no way other way we can do it. They just have to beat the blind scorer. So there you have it. Those are our brackets. That's our new segment, and we'll be doing that for the next few weeks. So what matches did you guys find most interesting in the brackets? I thought that first match Chris has is probably going to be his easiest. I think Logan versus <laughs> Christian. Christian and Logan. Let me get Christian and Logan. So, Mark, what you're saying is that the only week that Chris is going to win is that first week when he's got a probably. Body. Yeah. It's going to be an early exit. Early <laughs> exit. Well, I don't know. I'd have to say some of the odds on favorites. I know Neil's probably going to be up there. Dwayne. On the other hand, who do you guys think is going to be maybe the early upset? Who do you think is going to probably overtake their guy? I'm gonna go. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go. I was about to say Leland. I was yeah. say Leland, Leland over Barr? Gutter. You think yeah. Mark's going to go out early? Yeah, I think the gutter fluffer has got it. Oh, I know he's been bowling good. And he's got he's been bowling average. great. No, nah, he's been yeah, bowling I was going to say Leland's going to take it. I think Leland's going to be the underdog. Yeah, he's I been bowling great. Should... And this is all free, by the way, so we're not. nobody needs to pay to enter. Not yet, until, until, the, final just... until the final eight. No, no, you don't have to bid any time. Unless if you have to. If you guys do side bets, or any bowlers that do side bets, we're not denying them. But as far as the official tournament itself, there's no – all you got to do is bowl in the JB Trio. So there's no money and that's they, needed. They pay $10. But yes. side bets are encouraged. But, yeah, Leland I think would be a good choice for an upset. I think – what is Leland's rank? Is he like 18th or 19th? He is 24th. 24. So 24 is going to take down what Mark is a – what, top 10? Mark, Mark is 10. A Mark 24 10. taken down to 10? Wow. Man, I can't believe it, Mark. You're not even going to. No, I'm not. He's, uh, it's going to be. Th- Look at, he's been bowling great. I would say that. I, I haven't, the... I've been bowling bad, not as bad as Chris, but. Um, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> but Leland's bowling Easy. terrific. Easy. I would say. I would say that out of all the, and they weren't picked randomly, we picked high average top seed against low seed, just like in the NCAA. But of all the bad luck, where Mark is sitting, got probably the worst pick because Leland has been on a hot streak, but you never yeah. know. Yeah. Yep. He, he better not come down with a hoodie this week. <laughs> I'm looking forward to watching David against Kyle. That's going to be yes. a really close match. That's uh, what, 14 against 15? Yeah, that match is definitely going to – I think that's probably going to be a really good match. That's like it, a pick match. There's no it advantage is. either way. I think, though, Kyle being – not having bowled last week, sometimes when you take that week off, really does you wonders. And I think that rest is going to do him good. I, I like Kyle in that match, but it's going to be a good one. David David and Kyle, pretty even bowlers. What was the next even one? It would have been Logan, or who was the next matchup? It that was, probably would have been Logan and Christian. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's a good one. What do you think, Chris? Do you think Christian's got an end of to take down Logan? I, I hope so, but the last couple of weeks he's been feeling pretty down. Oh, really? Yeah, he has his mindset. He's being uh, he's getting that, that gutter mindset where like once he starts bowling bad game, it just travels with him. Oh, crap. And it's a bad mindset, but hopefully he's strong enough to get himself out of it. Yeah. Back in the game, but yeah. 
I think so. I think so. Any other interesting matches you guys see? Your face and Gary, who could be tough. Yeah, Gary is tough, but I mean, other than that, no, not yet. Yeah, it'll be fun. I know once. Oh wait, wait, wait. Brian versus Patrick. Patrick's been hot. Yeah, I know if Brian bowled like he did last week, though, he's gonna be probably one of the tougher ones to beat. He made bowler of the week. So yeah, you just never know in these brackets. Patrick's um, been hitting high numbers too. You had, unfortunately, your lowest set probably of the whole JB trios. You only had five fifty, five sixty this last set. You're ranked number two in the whole thing. Yeah. So you just never know. It's a good thing you got that out of the way. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, good thing. I don't think you've been sinking all season long, haven't you? <laughs> no, I haven't. No, no. <laughs> you and the team. <laughs> No, the we have goes as floating. We have lifeguards. Another, I mentioned earlier that Neil, or that there was a, another bold prediction. It was actually Neil that has made a bold prediction that he himself is actually going to overtake both Ron and Chris for high average. So he's coming for you guys. I, I would love Neil to put money on that. Oh, man. He's been kind of souring on you. I guess it's the old New York versus Boston thing because. He was not too happy about the negative reviews you gave him on his no. sub I think, for you. I think he was more offended by the love he was that I mentioned with him and Mike Henderson. <laughs> he mentioned that? he Because we were going to bring in another yeah. sub for Mark when he's on vacation next week, and I was going to see if Neil would mind subbing again, but I don't know if we can bring him back after that. He'd rib me real good if you did. <laughs> we may have to give him a whole segment. Neil rips Mark. No, he's a good sport. But I, I will say he'll probably surpass Chris, but it might be a struggle to get past Ron. <laughs> I don't know. Chris Chris and Neil, they're kind of nemesis amongst themselves anyway, so it ought to be fun. And especially maybe if Chris has a good week against you, Mark. It's the infamous Chris versus Mark week. Yeah, he, you know, this is a perfect opportunity. He could snap his string of bad luck here. Bad fouls. He could take high average over. He could pass our team if they kill us. Jeez, Chris, you got that much in you? That's a lot of pressure. There's a lot that can happen this week in this match. A lot. We're going to have to go live. We'll have to bring back some of the good old episodes that we did. Chris's Stone Nine and the Greek Church. The last couple of times we went live. You got to break that curse, Chris. Yeah, this is an opportunity. Maybe so always, if we go live, we'll hear. hear I just feel like you're. I just feel like you're building up for me to leave like a big four. <laughs> no, big four. We no, never build it up to that. When does no. that ever happen? It's always a tough match. It's always a close match. <laughs> but we don't have a lot of chokers on our side. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. We only catch it on video when it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Chris, no pressure. Yeah. We won't turn off the music again like last time. <laughs> <sighs> that was horrible. <laughs> oh, everyone breathing. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Here we are with another segment of Beat Mark's Picks. Recapping last week, Chris, with a last-second change before the start of league. We're counting that? No, we're done with the count that. Last-second change. Hell yeah. We're he counting. goes two and three, getting the loss. 
He took the L bet in the Titanic and they sunk like a ship. <laughs> and then me and Lee rounded it out three and two for the week. Yeah, it was the almost unanimous week. But Chris made that last second change. You would have too, Lee. You just forgot. Oh, I don't know if it was like that. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was. <laughs> rounding but I'm out. I'm glad I forgot. Then rounding everything out at 75 winning percentage, Mark is leading 21 and 7, followed by a dead tie right now with Chris and Lee, 12 wins, 16 losses, 43 oh, per- winning geez. percentage. Yeah, second place up for grabs now. I don't know if we're going to overtake that first place. That's quite a damn lead you got there. Yeah, it's a big lead. That's kind of like trying to take over high app. Yeah, it's a big lead. (laughs) I got big lead, Ron Scott. Exactly. Joey robbed against the original. I'd hit that harder, consisting of Dwayne and Richard and Trent. As far as I know, they're all going to be here. I think we had one of them missing last week. Of course, all three of my guys are coming, but we've been pretty consistent lately. And the thing I don't want to do, though, is I think I picked us to win one week. We got our asses kicked that week. So I don't want to break that trend. So I'm going to pick Dwayne and them to beat us just so that in case if maybe my team can squeak out a victory, I don't want to curse this. So I'm picking Dwayne's team. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm picking Joey Rob's team because Dwayne's team, their mindset is crushed. And then when Dwayne sees Leland Bowl and get lucky strikes that like he saw Christian, he's just going to flutter. And he's going <laughs> to he get flustered life. last time when he saw Christian. So that's what I'm thinking. So I'm getting Joey Rob all the way. Wow. Uh, I was going to go with Joey Rob, but like Leland, he's going to have a lot of pressure beating me in the Woodmansy Madness. <laughs> that's right bracket. so yeah so he's under a lot of pressure there just to perform this week he's already uh, talked to me about it even before we went live here. he did he says i'm facing mark oh my god yeah he's gonna be under a lot of pressure right there let alone but i will go with joey rob oh joey rob believe it yeah i'm gonna take him everybody I'm, picks my team except me i think i feel like being down the early you know the 23 and 24 and not against the wall. I think that's going to help a little bit. Uh, they tend to be less drier, I think, down there in the middle than they are in the corners. So I don't, I think that's going to benefit you guys a bit. Yeah, that's usually where we put, when we do position round, is where we usually put the bottom place team. So it kind of makes you think is the Titanic going to be against the wall uh, position round next week? That's and you know what? That's where they perform well, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. they perform good against on the wall. So maybe they want a sandbag against yeah. you this week and then they'll be on the wall next week and bounce back up. Yeah, you gotta think about that, Chris. Because <laughs> that is your favorite pair, 31 and 32. And if you <laughs> want to make that happen and get high average, you're gonna have to give it up this week. <laughs> no, no. You hope. I didn't think so. <laughs> so team six against team nine. Oh, 69. So we got Ricky and the two mix. Ricky and the two mix against Boyer's boys. Not too bad a match. Okay. And just to step back on that first match, Lee, you guys are giving them 26 pins. Oh, yeah. The spread. Yeah. About yeah. That. You're only going to give them 26. We're giving them 26? Mm-hmm. Giving them 26. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, all, it's all because of Trent. Yeah, this match, 
Ricky and the two Mechs are getting 83 pins. Oh, so it's the, a three against four week. Yeah, from the Boyer boys. This is closer than I, you would think. I really feel this match is closer than you would think. But I'm going with the Boyer boys just to edge them out. But it's going to be a close match. I was going for the Boyer boys then. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'm going to switch this. Oh, I'll take the more I'm thinking about. I'll take Ricky and the two mix. Yeah, they're due for a win. I feel like Ensline and Henderson, and then Rick. I like when I think of Ricky, it's like one game where he really strokes it, and then yeah, I, he strokes it really good. Strokes it. Oh, yeah, he strokes God. it. Yeah, he strokes it really good. On. Really good. Oh he strokes my God. it. That I, one, I haven't been recording. Yeah, like the, he's, he's always it. like when I say one game, he's always in the bathroom that extra time there <laughs> but no i think he's got that he always has that one big game and uh, he does he, he does. does you have that one big game but mike ensline's in henderson and henderson i don't know but you see his glasses he had on last week yeah he come back from eye surgery yeah. and he did pretty good for taking that time off he did you know what if he wears those glasses next week i'm taking them that's not bad. Not bad. No, it was like some rose-colored glasses I think he had on. Oh, he looked pretty he, had, he looked pretty good. He had was what I had. Laser eye surgery. It yeah. sounds like. I'm kind of guessing, but mine looked like that. Rose-colored. Yeah, he looked pretty good. So He, he was looked in pretty. Style. Yeah, he was in style for the match last week. So Yeah, he was. I'm going to go with them. All I'm right. going for easy yeah. team. I'm going for the key for team. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to join you, Chris. Kiefer got in your face last week. What did you guys talk about at the end there? Well, we were talking about, we were um, we weren't arguing, but we were just, uh, I was complaining about how many times I hit the pocket pocket, but I couldn't carry like all of them can carry. They were not hitting the pocket, <laughs> but they were carrying, and they were carrying everything, which is so stupid. I couldn't carry one pocket shot. I was getting pissed off about yeah, that. Yeah, you did leave a lot of 10 pins. I saw that. So he got in your face for, well, I know it's fun, but he, it was, it was kind of funny watching him. He's like, what do you expect? You hit me, yeah. throw your thing and this and that and the other. And yeah, yeah he, yeah. Uh, he took, you, yeah, he was telling me that you just needed to stop crying. You know? <laughs> oh, really? <God>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <my gosh>. <laughs> 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 I just know that next week it's gonna next start tomorrow. It's gonna be a brand new me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna it's gonna be the first half Chris again against Mark's team. Hey, it's yeah. Woodmancy Madness, baby. You're gonna yeah. go out there and you're gonna you're just gonna shoot your ass off. And I'm guessing anywhere between a two ninety and a three hundred. Oh damn! Yeah, that's gonna be for two games <laughs> total. <laughs> two games total. That'll be a Woodmansy winner there. Dang. I hope so. Thank you, Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be two. He's going to have a 290 after two. <laughs> then he'll shoot that, 250 that and he can win the Woodmansy award. 150. <laughs> I mean, that's all 140, 150. Yep, that's right. So, next pair, we've got Team 4, which is Pocket Pounders against Team 10. Now, a little info. I talked with Rick, Rick Connor. He said that most likely there's going to be some subs, of course, for him because he's out for the season. Yeah. And Logan may not show up. So it might be 
George and somebody. We're not sure yet, so we're ha- we're waiting on that. Marty, most definitely. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. So there will be some substitutes for them tomorrow night. Okay, so does is Caden going to be there? No. Caden is probably going to be the likely one there. The unlikely is Logan, and the definite not there is Rick. So okay. Logan is the one that's questionable at this point. What's the spread on this? Yeah, I had a couple of different spreads. It was like 109 with Marty, 51 with George, but that was Logan being in there. Logan, George, and Caden was giving up 51. Okay. And if Mar- Marty was in there, they would be giving up, instead of George, they'd be giving up 109. But now with George, Marty, and Caden, I don't know exactly what that is. Sounds like it would be somewhere in the middle. In the probably. middle, yeah. Um, probably somewhere in the, maybe the 80 range. So say 85. Yeah. Which it's, is still a lot. I mean, if they're are they given that or... Yeah, they're given that. Mm-hmm. So against Team 10, against the two marks of the spare, getting 85 from them, and it's not the normal lineup, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Man, it's actually a tough one. I'm going to have to, and I know George struggled last week too. That's another thing. It'll be 59 pins to be given up 59. Oh, 59. Oh, so it's a little yeah. bit less. Yeah. Um, you know, based on the 59, that's not as much as I thought. I'm actually going to have to go with pocket pounders. Oh, this is going to be a tough match. George, I see George definitely bowling, and he'll bowl better. I think so, too. I think he'll bowl better. So I'm going to go with pocket pounders, too. And that's the team I think is win the half. So I'm sticking with them. <sighs> Man, that's a hard one. With Logan out, maybe. And who's their sub? It might be George. You know what? I'm going to go pocket pounders because I believe George is going to make a comeback from, from last week. Yeah, I do too. He's consistent. He's usually not one that bowls bad back-to-back yeah. week. So, Although Jerry and the two marks, they're good bowlers. They had a good week last week. They just happened to run into a bus against Neil's team that almost yeah. had 2,200. So they're going to probably prove us wrong, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah. the next pair is the all-anticipated only happens once every 10 weeks. Mark versus Chris. This is the one I've been waiting for the whole podcast. Uh, so, what is the spread on this, Mark? 12 pins. Oh, oh, wow. God. Who's getting the 12? <laughs> oh, come on. Who do you think's getting the 12? <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. So, we know that the Titanic's got to be getting it. Yeah. And Brian bowled really good last week. As much as we dog on Chris, I don't see Chris having another bad week. And he's definitely going to get up to bowl on you guys, Mark. Oh, God. Remember, man, (laughs) as Ron approaches the lanes. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) His new theme song. That's going to be tough to beat. Man, I'm telling you. All right, so I'm basing my pick purely on positioning. So because I'd hit that better, has a better record, I'm going to have to go with the winning percentage of the team. I'm going to have to go with I'd hit that better. Wow. Just on that. I, it could. It's really a toss-up. Hurtful. Yeah. <laughs> I just – you got to look at it this way. One team is – 
pretty much been steady. We haven't gone up. We haven't down. You know, we've been kind of in the middle. But that Titanic has sink. It's sinking. Um, <laughs> it is sinking in all aspects. High average ship has sailed. <laughs> this half has sailed. Pun intended. Uh, no, you know, it's killing me, though. Chris, I got to say, when one guy shoots a 660 and you lose <laughs> 38. Oh, no. God. <laughs> that's just. That's he won Boulder of the Week. Is that, but you honestly believe it's going to happen again? No, but I mean, like, if that ever happened, when one of our guys shoots a 660, the only way we're going to lose 38 is if the other team shot 2,200. Yeah, but (laughs) I shot pretty decent, but it just Christian. Yeah, look at Christian. Didn't shoot, like, up to manners. I sure hope he listens to this podcast. (laughs) Well, I told him already, so he should (laughs) So the pressure is on him to perform. Yes. So we know Mark's picks. Mark yeah, is definitely I, going for the home team. Yeah. And look, at I haven't been bowling well at all, but I've been kind of steady, my average. But Ron has been definitely picking it up. And I think Kyle being away for a week, Kyle struggled until the last week before he was leaving for vacation. He bowled really well. I think he's going to come back bowling really well again. So. I'm confident between both his bowling and Ron's bowling that we'll win this match. And what lane are we on? 29 and 30. I'm <laughs> thinking. Thinking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Did he just shoot himself? <laughs> I don't know. It was awfully quiet there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Did he just shoot himself? Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. My almighty. My almighty. <laughs> He might have just shit himself, too. <laughs> you may have to put him on the clock. Yeah. I know. Man, it's a hard decision because I know my team and I know what we're capable of, but have we been have we been like shooting like that? No, we haven't. I just but like we're like we're like a mystery ball now. Like we're like Kyle. We don't know what we're gonna get out of which is annoying to me. <laughs> mystery ball. Yeah, and that's like that uh, dry oral that we had a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, dry oil, <laughs> dry oil. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I'm going, I'm going for my team. Hey, he did it! I can't believe it. He did it. Once we go live tomorrow, and it comes down to the tenth frame, and the last boulders come up, and then Ron's got his "Born to Be Bad" music come on, and yeah, then, and then Chris comes on. You got to change that. You know, this would be the had two disasters on the previous live, so you can't. Third time's a charm. This is it. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> oh, come on. Sound confident. Say, Mark, I'm going to go up and kick your ass. You wait. Um, Lee, do you know why they caused it? Do you know why they caused the Titanic? Why is that? Because <laughs> we lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll wait and see. It's going to be fun. We're going to go live tomorrow. Even if it's 44 to nothing. I'd hate to see him leave another Greek church, though. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure you'd hate it. Right at the end. (laughs) I hate (laughs) y'all. Just let that sink in that I hate y'all. We love you, Chris. Holy child. (laughs) So the last pair we've got is Team 7, Neil Brady and the Brady Bunch. 
against Team Two, Good Frame Gentlemen, which has all of a sudden made a big bounce back. And I can't imagine the spread's too bad on this either. It is, and I've already given away who I'm going to take here. Definitely the Brady Bunch. I think the spread is 30. Brady Bunch is going to get 34 pins. Wow. Oh, wow. That's probably one of the lowest spreads that they usually get. They usually yeah. They usually Thir- give up somewhere in the 80s on average, so now they're only giving up 34. Yeah, 34. The wall is never easy to bowl, but that's basically yep. like a spare a spare bowler. Neil's been bowling really well. He's going to end up with if not he'll, he'll end up with second high average in the league, I think, and he's back to anchoring on his own team, so yeah. He's, he's been determined. I mean, he's Yeah. Flip the switch somewhere. Yeah, I think maybe some of those comments I made pissed him off, and he's really throwing <laughs> them. But, uh, well, he's not. probably going to sub for you next week. We may have to give a whole segment just to Neil. Yeah, no, he's been bowling really well, and so I'm going to I'm going to give it to that team. Hey, if, Neil. Yeah, and if I wanted to say for Neil, I was following. Um, he should look up Cliff Kingsbury's girlfriend now. Cliff Kingsbury's the coach was the former coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Right. And his girlfriend, Neil, needs to add to his social media platform that he follows. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Much of a looker, huh? Oh, Veronica Bielek. And uh, (laughs) he could add her to his social media platform he's on. He's got quite a repertoire on there. Yeah, he's got a Kansas City Chiefs owner's (laughs) daughter. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so he needs to add Cliff Kingsbury's girlfriend to that. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't do like a Patrick Mahomes' brother did on just recently. He's getting busted for kissing too many women. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, Neil, if you're listening, it's, it's on you, buddy. Bring your team back out of the pits. Although you guys are in second, so I guess you can't really say you're in the pits. But as far as my pick, I would say... I would have to also go with the Brady Bunch. They've been on a big hot streak late years of late, although Good Frame Gentleman has also been on the streak himself. So another toss-up in my opinion, but I'm going to have to go with just the same as I did with Mark's picks, the standings. It's hard to pick against the second-place team, so I'm basing it purely on the standings because I think Good Frame Gentlemen have it in them to take it. But I'm going with Brady Bunch because they're in second. That always sounds like a cop out to me, Lee. I'm admitting it. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, I guess it's going to be a clean sweep because I'm going for Brady Bunch. Oh, okay. And your nemesis. No, Gilbert, Gilbert, Ben Hat. They all have the same averages other than the 199 Gilbert. They all have the same averages. That's fucking amazing. So. They're a hell of a team. They're really good. Yeah, that's, so. that's Gilbert. Oh, yeah, it's Joe Bear. <laughs> and I think Jared's coming back this week, so he'll be fresh and ready to go. Although they are on 31-32. You never know about that pair, as Mark told us earlier. Yeah. Oh, man, um, that pair was horrible last week. So we may have put the pair. Kai That's my favorite pair in the house, so I can't see it like that. It's because, I don't know, maybe it's because every bowler is normal, but the abnormal bowlers seem to be favoring that pair, I yeah. guess. <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. Only the best one. Only the like, cool ones see it like that. Only uh, the best, exactly. The, the, the plastic ball would have worked last week, for sure. Oh, the uh, urethane. Yeah. <laughs> urethane, plastic, whatever. You would have hit it with that. Yeah, yeah with that dry fun. oral. I mean, they just uh, <laughs> they forgot how to lay down the oral. <laughs> The, the oral, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> they they forgot oral, how to go down. Oral. 
<laughs> Lee, you're so bad. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Camilla heard it and she started freaking laughing. No way. Yeah, she started laughing. Then all day, all day when she heard the podcast at work, she's like, hey, well, Oral. I was like, <laughs> so why would she be laughing though? <laughs> she was, she was just like, it's just funny how I said it because it like it actually sounded like I was saying Oral. Uh huh. That's is that a running joke in the house? The oral. Yeah, she actually says that. Like at least I don't have oral. (laughs) And like when I kid you not, I kid you not, I was making breakfast that morning, and this is a true story. I was making breakfast, and I'm like, hey, baby, can you give me oral? Don't you mean oral? And because I need oil for for I was cooking half browns. I'm like, hey, baby, give me the oral, and she's like, oral. She I was like, wow. I was kind of hurt, actually. So, Aww, <laughs> Mark, you, Mark, I've been waiting for you to say something. No, man. He, he's just got to stroke it. <laughs> <laughs> he gives it the Ricky stroke. Oh my gosh. It can't get the dry oil, so it gives it the Ricky stroke. Don't mention Ricky and stroking again, please. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a wrap on the Beat Marks picks. Bowler of the week was good old Brian. Shot 99 pins over his average. Elena took high over average for the ladies this last week, 23 pins over. So she dethroned Jerry. She had one of three weeks prior in a row. So Elena's Bowler of the Week for the ladies. And Woodman Z of the Week, Ryan Curtis, shot 200 and 267. So he had a 67-pin difference. Although Chris has made made mention that it should not be Ryan. It should be Brian, who I Uh think had 57-pin difference because Chris (laughs) claims that he said that the rule is if your low game is 200 or above, it shouldn't count. Yes. We we already – established this in the first season of the podcast when we made the Woodman's Award. I just can't find that video, but we this has already been established. What do you think, Mark? I don't recall that, but... because it, okay, okay, that means in the first season, and when we first bought this season, I bowled a 200-212 with a 278 game. That should have had it. I should have had it easy, Woodman's easily. Well, that's true, but if somebody but, outdid you, then that's yes, yeah. how the pins fall. But, but y'all didn't even factor me in because of that 200 game, so y'all knew about the 200 roll. So you're saying Maybe you want to be on the Woodman's list? No, I'm just saying, like, if that if that is true, then I should have gotten it already. Mm, we would have to go back and check the differences. Okay. Somebody had to have beaten you that week. That's probably why you didn't get it. But y'all didn't even mention me. I, none of these have been mentioned. Oh, you want an honorable mention for Woodman's Award? No, I'm just saying, like, that's, if this is a true statement, I need to be reconsidered because I shot a 200 and a big 200 different game many times this first season, this first half season, while I was bowling a 220 average. And, <laughs> You're and, throwing I mean, in all the good points. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. It does make sense. I mean – should you be penalized for shooting the 200? Well, here's what I say. Unless your average is less than that. So, like, Chris, if you shot a 200 and your average is 207, you're under your average. That should count. Right? Uh, but, excellent but point. To I'm me, going to go with me, Mark on that one. But to, yeah. but, no, but this so maybe you did regular, get a Woodmansey. We need no, this, this, ain't a reg, this ain't a regular league, though. This is a basically amateur league where a 200 game is – 
a great game no matter who bowling a 200 game. So, oh, you can't say that. I mean, yeah, because in this, because look at the averages. There's okay, three people with 200 averages. But I, like, honestly, I feel like we shouldn't like somebody like Brian who's averaging under 200. If he shoots a 200 and then his next game was a 268 or whatever, I don't. I think he. If you get that 200 game and your average is less than 200, well, that, we can't. I, we can't I, just I, segregate that. We can't segregate that for certain people. We have to make one rule. Segregate all the people. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of what. Think about it. We're doing and we're doing. We're, we're making bracket. it more complicated. We're, we're, we're more doing complicated. a bracket here and we're penalizing everybody because we're giving the top two bowls in the league a bye. <laughs> right? No, Maybe we should have a bowl each other. That's just yeah. Madden's rules. That's what Lee said. So. <laughs> if you ask me, I think I like the idea of if you bowl 200, that I think that shouldn't count unless your average is above 200. No, that's whatever just your too average complicated, is. though. That means we have to go to every single person. Okay, well, you bowl 200. Let me check your average real quick. That's too much work. <laughs> nah. Let's just let's just keep it like it is. If you have a biggest difference, and that's the <laughs> ultimate Woodman Z. I don't think so, because 200 game is a good game by itself, regardless. Damn Not you, Ryan! Why couldn't you shoot one pin less? I know, averaging two hundred seven. Yeah, and, and remember, keep in mind, Ryan's average is two twenty, so he had a two hundred, and then the two sixty sevens. So yeah, I mean, he bowled twenty pins under. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to side with Mark on this. I think if, if your low game is, it is what it is. If you so you're gonna penalize someone. Let's say someone shoots a two forty game. And then a 300. That's a 60 pin different. Did he get the Woodmancy if it's 60? If and no one shot any lower than that, he gets three. He gets a Woodmancy for shooting a 240 game and a 300. We give him well, Woodmancy. That we may have to come across that. No, we. we but that's we what we have to establish now. We have to establish. That's what y'all are saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> what I'm saying is, if his average is 100 and he shoots a 240, he's 40 over. We shouldn't count. And then he shoots a 300. We, we shouldn't count it because he was over his average and it was over. 200 but if like you got a guy who's averaging 220 he shoots the first game 200 which is 20 below his average and then he fires up 260 i still think he should get it okay so yeah, that, that so, so, okay so mark what you're saying is let's say brian has a 189 if he shoots over 189 he's exempt no. correct only if it's when you talk to 200 or over that's only right. that's only affecting four people though by oh, really, by how much though? You know, yeah, seven. Exactly. I mean, exactly. only seven pins. You're not talking a, a deal breaker. So we're saying that if you shoot your average, if you're over 200 average, if you shoot your average, you're exempt. Correct. Well, we'll see. We'll have to agree to disagree. But this the is great a great debate. debate. So I'm just saying, like, so if I shoot a 207 minimum, I'm exempt from the Woodman's Award, no matter how high I shoot. Correct. Okay. Well, here, here's, well, here it is. It, we're, it's a you know we'll play democracy here. There's three of us, right? So in the situation that is it Ryan or is it Brian that's going to get it based on what happened this week? My vote is that it has to go to Ryan. Ryan. As the Woodman's, you right? Ryan had how many pins? 67 pin difference. And then Brian had what? Uh, he had, uh, I think it was. 57. 57. Yeah, 57, yeah. Okay. But, but Ryan and I do, right, I know Ryan had over 200 in that yes. differential and but I, my vote is still ryan should get it because he was under his average 
in my theory, he should have, the guy should be shooting to something. And he was under his out. My vote's for Ryan to get it, not Brian. Ryan. So, okay, fine. We'll give it to Ryan. But no, wait, the, you think it should be Brian, right? Yeah, because, because With Lee, you're the deciding games. vote. Because 200 game is. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I'm going to have to say I abstain my vote. <laughs> that way it's all neutral. That way no vote wins. <laughs> we just keep rolling. Keep rolling. Look, give it to Ryan, but now I just want to make it clarify for the next week that if you shoot your average over 200, but only for 200 bowlers, 200 average bowlers, if you shoot your average above your average, you're exempt <laughs> from the Woodman I don't know. I like the idea that. Let's just keep it open because, you know, I don't want to, you know, because say some guy shoots 200 and then he shoots 300. That's a hundred pin difference. But then uh, we can't count that. I think that should count because it's a, basically a hundred pin difference. A guy should Yeah, but feel... the wood band seems to be the crappiest score where <laughs> 200 oh, it is. Is it game. Is. <laughs> 200 game is a good game for anyone. If you shoot 200, to Chris's point, if he shot a 207, which mm-hmm. is, his, let's say it was his average. Yeah. 207. Next game he shoots a 280. I feel he should be exempt because he shot his average that the below game and okay. then he got over it. But if he shot a 206, which is a pin under his average, correct, and he shot a 280, I think you should get it. Correct. I get it. 100%. Okay. If Ryan, if Ryan, Ryan would have shot a 199, this debate wouldn't even be happening. I'll, I'll agree. Mark brings up a good point. We should have a cutoff based on your average. Only the only, I just, the only thing I don't want to run into, though, is that yeah. say if we get like Gary, who's at 152 average, yeah. he bowls 151. No, no, it doesn't happen. It doesn't, it doesn't affect Oh, it doesn't happen if you're 200. Okay, I see what you're saying. Only 200. Yeah, it has to be in the 200. Have to have a 200 yeah, I can agree with that. You have to have a 200. So that'll be an unofficial official rule that if you bowl a 200 game within your average, then, it, then you if are exactly. 200 bowler. If you're 200 average bowler. Starting next week. Starting this week. Starting tomorrow. No, starting next week. We want to keep Start. Ryan's. What? I want to keep Ryan's official. So if we're going oh, to no, agree no, to no, it. No, no. We'll, we'll keep Ryan the Woodman seat. Ryan's yes. the Woodman seat. But starting tomorrow, yes. the new rule will be effect. I agree. I agree. I think so that's Ryan, a good rule. Ryan Curtis won the Woodman seat of last week. Yes. Okay. So starting next, starting tomorrow. <laughs> so starting tomorrow, if you have a 200 average, which is only one, two, which is five people, if they shoot anything lower than their average with a high differential, they automatically get it. Man, Chris, you argued that point like a lawyer. You ought to argue this point when you're with your team and say, "Hey, guys, this is how we need to bowl from now on. <laughs> Let's motivate ourselves." Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in for episode five. Please stay tuned for our next episode, as you will find out that if my team beats Mark's Merchant, we should go. I mean, to give me a sneak preview of what's going to happen, we're going to smother their booties in hot gravy. Oh my god! Yeah, but so please tune in for that next episode, as you can hear me screaming and yelling that we beat. The mark, the ancient stupid warrior. Where we go live and watch Chris stroking it. <laughs> if you don't join us, you'll be like Chris choking on his chicken. What? I don't need what? <laughs> no, if you don't join, okay, you know what? 
if you don't join us, you'd be like Dwayne when he won when he bowled against my team. <laughs> when Dwayne was stroking it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see y'all tomorrow. All right. Take care. Thanks. You too.